0: Well, this morning's scripture comes from the end of Jesus' teaching in his Sermon on the Mount. He covers many areas in our lives that we need to consider how we have been and are currently handling. He's expecting his listeners and us to heed his words and incorporate them into our daily thinking and actions. Listen to this short but full teaching from Matthew 7, verses 24, 24 through 27. And great was the fall of it. Please pray with me. Heavenly Father, prepare our hearts now as you speak through me, as we hear your word preached, as we contemplate Jesus' guidance and direction and place in our lives. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, before I begin, I need to uh, start with a disclaimer. Um uh, Many of you know, but some of you do not know, I'm a structural engineer in design buildings. Um, I tend to uh, resonate best with passages that refer to buildings and cornerstones and capstones and sure foundations. Uh, my degrees from the University of Illinois in architecture and civil engineering. Many people then you know, mistakenly consider me to be an architect, which is a compliment in many ways, but my family will tell you that I really am an engineer. That's who God has called me to be, and my education and my experiences helped me then appreciate scriptures that use buildings as an example to explain God's word and plan. When I design a building, I need to consider the plans of the architect to make sure that I coordinate the supporting systems with the architect's vision of that building, what he wants it to be in its final purpose and appearance. This design work includes making sure that the foundation system is then appropriate for that building and the place then where the building will be constructed. As a younger engineer, I learned very quickly the importance of planning for the foundation design first. However, the final design of the foundation system cannot be completed until the entire building has been designed and all the design loads and everything have been worked out. One of the biggest mistakes a structural engineer can make is to design a magnificently put together building with the most innovative designs, but neglect the foundation design, allow the contractor to place the building on just any old foundation. Some of you may have heard recently of a a building in San Francisco that has had some foundation issues of a very large building that uh, the foundation is not quite performing the way some people want it to see. So it's, it's out there. A solid and, found, solid and sound foundation is a major key, then, to the success of a building project. Basing your life on God's Word and truth is also critical to the life that God has called you to live. Let's see how, then, Jesus can teach us this lesson from our Scripture passage this morning. For those of you who'd like to take notes on the back of your bulletin, there's a spot where you can take notes. There's three... Uh, outline topics here we're going to cover, listen to your teacher, what he says to do do what he says, uh, the wise builder and the foolish builders. Let's consider what we should learn from our teacher. We've all been students at some time in our lives. Many of you are completing part of that stage, many of you are in the middle of it right now. We can usually trust and listen to what our teachers say to us, at least as it relates to their expertise and experience in the fields that they are teaching you in. We still need to use discernment in acting on the teaching of others. Today's scripture is certainly one place where we can trust the teacher. Jesus has proven in all his teachings to be credible and trustworthy. So we should be able to follow his directions. Jesus starts this section with the phrase, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them. Other translations start with a transitional phrase, therefore. The point is that this is a teaching that's something we should consider important because Jesus tells us it's important and wants us to pay attention. He calls us to listen and then act on his words. James expresses this well in his letter starting with verse 22 from chapter 1. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror, for he looks at himself and goes away, and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect blessed looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer, who forgets but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. Isaiah 51 7 calls us to listen to the Lord. Listen to me, you who know righteousness the people in whose heart is my law. Fear not the reproach of man, nor be dismayed at their reviling. In his encouragement of the Jewish believers, the writer of Hebrews refers to a writing from Psalms, chapter 3, verses 7 through 12. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts, as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness. We are therefore called to listen to God's guidance and stay close. Let's now consider the wise builders. Jesus spells out one of his main points, to be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The right of Ecclesiastes helps us understand this wisdom and folly in chapter 9, verses 11 through 18. Again, I saw that under the sun the race is not to the swift, nor nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to the intelligent, nor favor to those with knowledge. But time and chance happen to them all. For man does not know his time, like fish that are taken in an evil net, and when it suddenly falls upon them. I have also seen this example of wisdom under the sun, and it seemed great to me. There was a little city with few men in it, and a great king came against it and besieged it building a great siege works against it. But there was found in it a poor wise man, and he by his wisdom delivered the city. Yet no one remembered that poor man. But I say that wisdom is better than might. Though the poor man's wisdom is despised, and his words are not heard. The words of the wise, heard, in quiet are better than the shouting of a ruler among fools. Wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroys much good." God wants us to be wise in our choices and decision-making. Hearing Jesus' words and following them is like a wise man who has built his house on the rock. Building on a rock foundation is the most secure way to start a building. David in Psalm 18 uses this understanding to describe his relationship with God. The Lord is my rock and fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Psalm 92, 14 through 15 also expresses this psalmist's perspective. They still bear fruit in old age. They are ever full of sap and green. To declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. 1 Peter 2, 4 through 8 continues in that light. As you come to him, a living stone rejected by men in the sight of God chosen and precious, you yourselves like living stones are being built up as a spiritual house to be a house to be a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ for it stands in scripture behold i am laying a stone a cornerstone chosen and precious and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame so the honor is for you who believe the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense. They stumble because they disobey the word, as they were destined to do. From a practical perspective, there are many benefits from building on rock or solid foundations. Building on a solid foundation makes it easier to complete the whole building project. The base of the building after a solid foundation is set up is secure and level because the proper time and effort was spent in measuring and leveling the foundation materials on that solid base. This usually takes some time to do correctly, but the extra time usually pays off, since the wise builder will not need to make adjustments in the upper parts of the building to make sure it's straight and true. The building can be built according to plan and can proceed efficiently. When this building is designed and constructed according to the applicable building codes or guidelines that we use to design buildings, you can expect to see this building resist typical wind, storm, and earthquake loads. The same can be said for you, the builder of your life. Your life is important to God and He wants you to build it on His Word, the firm foundation. As you grow and mature, God is teaching you and guiding you along His plan. He uses life lessons with the study of His Word to prepare you for the next steps or phase in your life. He is, in a sense, firming up the foundations of your life. As you build your life on Christ, you can weather the trials and storms of this world with the Holy Spirit living in you, your house. Let's now consider those foolish builders. Jesus continues His teaching, the foolish builder does not follow the words of guidance and builds his house on the sand. One of the problems with this builder is his foolishness. Old Testament wisdom from Jeremiah chapter 5 helps us understand what Jesus is referring to here. Declare this in the house of Jacob. Proclaim it in Judah. Hear this, O foolish and senseless people, who have eyes but see not, who have ears but hear not. Do you not fear me, declares the Lord? Do you not tremble before me? I place the sand as the boundary for the sea, a perpetual barrier that cannot pass." Though the waves toss, they cannot prevail. Though they roar, they cannot pass over it. But this people has a stubborn and rebellious heart. They have turned aside and gone away. Peter's letter to the Corinthians in chapter 3 of 1 Corinthians warns of foolishness and worldly wisdom. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you thinks he is wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise for the wisdom of this world is folly with God. For it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. Foolish builders of buildings and of lives typically cut corners and try to rush the process. They do not listen to the advice and counsel of wise and experienced builders. They expedite the work while rationalizing that the foundation work is close enough and should be sound enough to continue building Sand is not necessarily a bad foundation material as long as there's no rain or wind and it's been properly compacted before you start building. Basing your life on the ways of this world may not seem to be bad at first. The weather is good and the sand at that time is stable. So you start to build your house, your life. Along the way, it starts to rain and the foundation settles because you did not take the time to prepare the sand and you did not heed God's warning or follow his teachings. So you had to make adjustments in the walls and in the floors that moved because of the settlement of your foundations. You have to piece together the walls and shim up the floors to make them straight and level. You start to rationalize that you're doing things the right way most of the time, but you really are lying to yourself and to God. If you keep building on deficient foundations, you'll never have a building or your life that will be seen As straight or true. You'll always be needing to fix things up to make them look right, but the foundation of your building or life continues to shift and move, making repair work an ongoing activity. I have the misfortune of actually having to reject a foundation for an owner and recommending that the contractor take it out because it was so poorly put together. That was a pretty difficult thing to do, but it's even more difficult to watch people that you know and love build their lives on unstable foundations. Maybe you know somebody who has built their life on sand, but it's not apparent to those around them. The building or life is built in a hurry, but not considering the unstable materials below. The house is built and looks great. All the details appear to be complete, straight, and true. Then the storms start. The wind begins to blow against the building, your life. The rain starts to saturate the sand base that you built this house and life on. All of a sudden, the foundation begins to slide, and the building starts to lean. Maybe the building just leans, but maybe the building falls in a great fall. There's nothing one can do when this happens until the storm is over. After the storm has passed, the building is assessed for damages and the cost to make the repairs are then determined. Even if repairs are feasible, they come at a great cost. If the building is deemed unsalvageable, it's it's dismantled and carried away. The builder wants to turn over, he or she will then need to build a better foundation. The foolish builder then learns a hard lesson. Build on a firm foundation with a plan that is sound and well thought out. We know that plan is found in the word of God and the wise counsel available to us that comes from Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit living in each of us. Paul provides sound advice from his letter to the Ephesians in chapter 5. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Each one of us is a builder, And each one of us will build our life on a foundation. What foundation will you build your life on? Do you trust the one who gave his life for you so that you can live eternally with him? Will you seek out his guidance in his word and then listen to him as he speaks to you and teaches you? Will you act in his call and live your life on the firm foundation who is Jesus Christ, the rock, the cornerstone, and capstone? Be an active listener. Hear the word of God and then to follow his directions. God's plan for each life is different, but the foundation that is available to each of us is the same, solid and everlasting. While you may be experiencing challenges and difficulties in this life, you'll be able to withstand those storms of the life that you have when Jesus is with you as your foundation, and the Holy Spirit is walking with you. My prayer for each of us is, is that we will listen to God and hold to Him to build our lives on Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank You for Your Son, the gift of salvation in Jesus Christ, our Rock and our Redeemer. We pray that You will continue to speak to us, to, to teach us, to give us wisdom that we can take hold and Continue to build the life that you have laid out for us on your Son and your Word. It's in his name we pray. Amen.